Welcome to the Spine Talk podcast, presented by Texas Back Institute. For more information about Texas Back Institute, visit www.texasback.com. And now, your host, Art Young. Is sitting in one spot for eight hours dangerous to your health? Hi, this is Art Young from Texas Back Institute, and our guest today is an expert on spine health. Welcome, Dr. Jason Marchetti of Texas Back Institute. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Now, tell me, what is it about sitting for hours each day that hurts the spine and back? Studies have actually shown that uh, the pressure on the disc is actually quite high during sitting. In fact, some studies have shown that the pressure is actually more with sitting than while standing. So it so it, it uh, squeezes the the disc and 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 brings about infections, or what ha- what happens when that happens? Uh, yeah, so the pressure on the disc is you know the disc is there as basically a shock absorber, and uh, so obviously the more more pressure on it, you can think of it as a rubber bushing. You know, if you press on it, you know the sides kind of bulge out, and and with time, especially as they wear. You know, you can start to get some some cracks in the uh, in the outer ring, if you will, uh, and so with that increased axial pressure or pressure down on that bushing, uh, it's going to be more prone to get irritated and and inflamed, and uh, and in fact, with, with time, uh, it can become more degenerative or more arthritic. Whereas uh, studies uh, looking at people who have more physical jobs where they're up on their feet, they're doing lifting. Uh, they actually seem to protect their discs more and have less of an incidence of degenerative disc disease. Hmm. And that just seems counterintuitive, but it, the way you explained it, that makes perfect sense. Now, is there a, is there an age when this is a bigger problem? For example, do do older people have more problems with sitting for extended period of time than younger people, or does age matter? I, I'm not sure that there's any studies that have really shown, you know, kind of a, an increased risk with age. Um, most of the studies that have been done really trying to figure out, you know, what are the risk factors for back injury or chronic back pain, uh, haven't necessarily pieced out, you know, young versus old, but most of them are going to be in working adults. Um, you know, I think as all of us age, we're going to be prone to developing degenerative disc changes, and, and obviously the incidence of back pain goes up as, as uh, we age, but interestingly, uh, there's almost a peak in middle adulthood. In other words, people who are between 40 and 60 actually have the highest incidences of back pain, which actually then start to decrease um, as people get into uh, you know their more senior years. Now, the reason for that we're not really sure, because obviously on you know if you get MRIs or X-rays of people as as they age, uh, you know the disc spaces and, and the spine uh, you know tend to look worse. But for whatever reason, the actual incidences of back pain decrease. Wow. Now, is there a type of chair that is particularly harmful to the back and spine when, when somebody sits in it for an extended period of time? Uh, again, not, not anything that can be pieced together. Just as, uh, you know, people are different. Uh, people respond differently to different chairs. Uh, I frequently have patients ask if there's, you know, a chair they should be sitting in, and, and the answer is whatever one is comfortable for you. Um, so there's a couple of things on this. You know, if you're looking at the, you know, uh, office setting, 
right? We all talk about ergonomics, and people have uh, you know ergonomic assessments of their you know of their job space. Um, the the research on ergonomics in general is not always consistent. Uh, but w what is typically taught for working at a desk is that you really want to be sitting um, upright, obviously not slouching either forward or backward, uh, but you want to be maintaining good posture. Um, you want to have your thighs actually parallel with the floor and then your lower legs perpendicular, right, with your feet flat on the floors or, you know, you can certainly use some of those uh, elevators that, that people have to rest their feet on. Uh, but the idea is to really have your, your thighs uh, parallel with the floor and then your body upright and then for your your uh, keyboard position to be in a in a place where your elbows uh, are again 90 degrees with your arm and your arm is you know straight up and down next to your side so that you're not having to reach up or reach down um, and that you should have your monitor in front of you instead of looking off to the side obviously that's more of a neck issue than a low back issue but those are the typical ergonomic recommendations Hmm. Now, now, do the stand-up desk work? The, the people always tout them as being the the answer to this problem. Is that a is that part of the solution? Having a stand-up desk? Well, it really depends on what you mean by the solution, because uh, you know studies really kind of differentiate between you know preventing back pain injuries, which seems to be something more nebulous. We can't really kind of predict ways to you know, prevent people from having, you know, or developing low back pain. We haven't figured that out. Uh, whereas if you are someone who has low back pain, then, you know, that's really where something like a stand-up desk or, uh, you know, some people will even sit on, you know, one of those exercise balls, you know, that kind of thing. Um, or they might, you know, kind of try different chairs. And, and, again, really the suggestion here is that for people who have back pain, that some of those interventions may be helpful. Unfortunately, it's a lot of trial and error where, you know, individual people kind of have to figure out what works for them. I personally am a fan of, uh, you know, the, the new movement to kind of sit on the exercise balls uh, at workstations because it, it is uh, an opportunity to not just work on good posture, but you are having to engage some of your core muscles. And, and we do know uh, that really from you know, study after study shows us that the best intervention anyone can do from a preventative standpoint um, is to exercise and uh, have good core strength. Uh, and and the number two is to not smoke. Uh, interestingly, those those are the best <clears throat> things you can do to prevent back pain. How interesting! Now, what does smoking have to do with uh, back pain? Well, you know, I, uh, unfortunately, smoking has kind of been tied to everything, right? It's bad, it's bad for just about every organ in your body. <laughs> it's a universal uh, thing. It, it really is. But, uh, you know, when they tease out all the factors of, you know, why some people have back pain and some people don't, uh, smoking is clearly a risk. And, and the thought is, uh, and I think the same holds true for peripheral joints like the knees or hips where, you know, smokers will have higher incidences of uh, arthritis in those areas, uh, you know, the the connective tissue that forms a disc, which is basically like cartilage in a joint, um, it has a very poor blood supply, and it really relies on uh, nutrient delivery just basically by diffusion from the surrounding bone. Um, and, and so what nicotine does, so it doesn't matter if people are smoking or they're chewing nicotine gum or getting nicotine from wherever, uh, it's actually the nicotine 
causes these very small capillaries that do supply blood to that uh, bony end plate where the discs are relying on uh, to get uh, their nutrition, um, it causes those blood vessels to narrow. Um, and so you're taking a poor blood supply or a poor nutrition delivery system and now you're making it worse. And so that, that's the reason we think that smoking is a risk factor for degeneration. Yeah, if somebody has to sit for hours, and, and I, I know you you have patients who, you know, really don't have a choice. They, they they part of what their life is is they sit there in front of a laptop or a computer. You know, what do you advise them to do if you don't have the stand up desk, you don't have the the ball, the ergonomic balls, you, you've got a standard kind of desk. What can someone do to keep from having back pain? Well, you know, so I think if, if it's someone who has never had a back pain issue before. Um, you know, I, I think the, the take-home message would be, you know, in order to really preserve all of our joints, so again, whether it's the back or the knee or, or wherever, um, you have to exercise. So when you're not at work, you need to be on an exercise regimen. Um, and really the key is strengthening the muscles that surround and support the joints. So in the, in the case of the low back, you know, we're talking about those, those core muscles, right, that, uh, that really support the spine. Um, for someone who has a problem with back pain, um, you know, then, then they can start to mess around with, you know, some of the ergonomic chairs or, you know, lumbar support, supports or that kind of thing, or, or they may have to experiment with other interventions uh, to try at work so that they're not as in much uh, as much pain either at work or, you know, when they get home in the evening. That's usually when people will complain about it. Um, and, and there's some simple exercises that people can even do you know, while they're seated in their desk where, you know, they, you, you can kind of tighten your stomach muscles and, you know, kind of press the low back against the, the back of the chair, uh, usually engaging the gluteus, uh, sorry, gluteus muscles as well to try to straighten the spine. So just doing some of those simple little isometric uh, strengthening exercises while seated uh, can actually help relieve pain, you know, while someone's just sitting in their chair. Dr. Jason Marchetti has been our guest today, offering you some insights about how to avoid pain and long-term injury from uh, being in a sedentary workspace. Thanks for joining us, Dr. Marchetti. Thanks so much, Art. I appreciate it. Absolutely. I'm Art Young from Texas Back Institute. For more information or to schedule an appointment, click on our website, texasback.com. <laughs>